Welcome to Insanely Positive. Your oasis of joy when the world seems gray and full of grumpy faces. I'm Suzanne Freiherz. Thank you for joining me. I'll feed you buckets of joy to bring out your best self so you can live your best life. Hello again. Today we will talk about positivity overload. And I'm asking you, how much can you handle? This is a very, very interesting thing to talk about, to think about, to experience. And I will challenge you today. <laughs> I will ask you to, while you are listening, to just be with yourself and notice if and when comes this moment where you notice yourself thinking something like, huh, well, this is a bit too much, or maybe you're thinking, mm, this is very strange, or this is really weird. So please, watch out for that moment, if and when it comes. And also, today, I will share techniques that you can easily include in your life, in your day, in whatever you're doing, and I... We'll talk about how you can motivate yourself with positivity instead of um, pressuring yourself and pushing yourself so hard. There is the option of bringing more positivity into everything that you do. And also I will share um, a technique that helps you appreciate yourself as the amazing human that you are. So this is what we're up to today. And let me start by saying that positivity is something that we can learn. We can train ourselves to be positive. So it's nothing that we're born with. Um, it's something that we learn, that we train, and we can train to be positive, like we train our brain and our muscles so it's something that we can strengthen. Um, I have been working in this area for 15 plus years. And it's always really, really fascinating to find creative ways to deal with whatever is here now in a positive and an, in, an in a constructive way. So in order to work with yourself in a way where we can, you can look at your reactions, your habits, your thought patterns. That's very, that's something that I, I always um, share and I always do myself, of course. Um, when, you, when you look at yourself that way, when you work with yourself in such a deep manner, really looking at your reactions, your habits, your thought patterns. When you are awake in that way, you can always 
make a change. So you just interrupt a habitual reaction and you become aware and, oh, this is interesting. Huh, is this nurturing for me? Is this helpful in this situation right now? If it's not, you can always choose to go a different way because there are unlimited options and possibilities in every moment how you can handle this situation. In order to practice that, because of course, if you start off in the most difficult situation in your everyday life, um, it's like when you physically start to train your body, it's like starting with the hardest thing you can ever do. You want to start with something that is manageable. So my suggestion always is, is to practice everything in a relaxed environment and to get yourself started. And then you train yourself in a, in a relaxed and judgment-free zone. And once you begin to train yourself, the muscle becomes stronger, the positivity becomes stronger, and then it's easier to apply everything in your everyday life. So when I work with people, um, I create a judgment-free zone because I think you need to be able to open up and to be in a playful and creative state of mind where you feel completely safe. And you need to know that you are welcome with everything that you bring that specific day. And in that space, you can look at yourself. You can look at your reactions, your habit, your thought patterns, and consciously choose if there is something that you want to change, then you can change that, okay? So creating this kind of space where we all are welcome as we are is a top priority in everything that I do whenever I work with people. Um, I always make sure that this space is present and is active. No matter if I share a seminar, a class, a workshop, a training. It's everywhere. It's the same everywhere. Everybody needs to know you're welcome as you are. This space, this frequency is in the DNA of Yuna Mindful Movement that my husband Tom and I founded and that we have been sharing for so many years. The mindset is key in everything there. So, you know, mindful movement, as the name already suggests, it's, it is about movement. So we um, share classes that are dynamic or quiet. We offer both because we need both. Um, but in everything that we do, even when we train the body, even when we sweat, the mindset is key. It is important to know that there is no pressure to perform, there are no levels, there are no labels. And when I establish this space, everyone is welcome, no levels, no labels. I'm not a presenter on a stage demonstrating what a pose should look like. I'm no teacher, I'm no instructor telling you what to do. I see myself as a guide. Um, I'm by your side with pure verbal guidance. So whenever you do something with me, a seminar, a class, whatever, 
I'm just there for you like I am now, only with my voice. And why is that? Because only then when nobody shows something and you have to copy the pose, only then when there is no one showing the pose, you can be with yourself completely. And when there is no image that you try to copy, suddenly you are completely free to be yourself. There is nothing to prove, there is nothing to accomplish, there is no one to copy, there is no comparison and no competition. So you can already feel, I'm sure, while I'm talking, how even now this space is being activated, the space of you are welcome as you are. And why is that so important when we work with ourselves and we strengthen our positivity? Well, because what I see happening, and as I said, I've been working in this, in this area of fitness and wellness um, and mindfulness for 15 plus years. What I see happening is as soon as we have some free time, and we do a recreational activity. Whatever activity that is, it doesn't matter. The same mechanisms happen everywhere. We tend to recreate the same patterns that make us miserable in daily life. <laughs> so maybe when you are going for a run, then you try to be faster than others. Or you go to a yoga class and you want to be more flexible than others. Or you begin to chase after the most advanced pose, whatever that is. <laughs> and it, the same mechanism happens everywhere. We create a competition again. <laughs> Our everyday life is full of that, full of the pressure to perform, full of competition full of judgment, and then we have some spare time. And what we do is we recreate the same patterns that exhaust us in everyday life. And we forget that we need a space in life where we can just recover and nurture ourselves and where we, we don't need to compete and compare, where we, are, where we don't push ourselves so hard. And instead... We're just free of all that. And I think, I really deeply believe we all need and deserve a space where we can show up as we are and we know that we are welcome as we are. And then, then we can just relax and enjoy. And then we can learn what it means to take good care of ourselves and nurture ourselves and truly, truly recharge our bodies and our minds and our heart and creating such a space and working with a group of humans that way is just honestly it's just amazing it is always a very special moment when i can see how all the pressure melts away and just drops from everyone present. And just to see them all light up 
Honestly, this is how I see it. I see all the humans light up and they just relax into who they are and into the present moment. That is, that is mind-blowing. That is beyond words beautiful. And so for me, I find it's easy to create this space because I am, with all my heart, so very grateful for everyone who comes to my class or the event or whatever I'm sharing. So I'm so grateful for everyone who wants to work with me. And I think this deep gratitude comes from the fact that Tom and I began Yuna from nothing. And when I say nothing, I really mean nothing. <laughs> we started and no one knew that we exist, that our training exists. And it was just the two of us. We didn't have an investor or anything. It was just the two of us. And there was so many times we offered a class or an event and no one came because no one knew. <laughs> so, um, over time, you know, when, when one person showed up, it was like, woohoo! <laughs> I was so grateful that I had the chance to do my job and to share what I want to share. So this deep gratitude just sticks with me and remains to this day. And even now when I share an event with hundreds of people, I am so grateful for every single person. And this is rooted so deeply within me that everyone can feel when I say, you are welcome as you are. Everyone can feel that this is not empty talk, but this is real, and this is authentic, and I mean it. And maybe you can feel it too, listening to me, when I say you are welcome as you are on this planet right now. So I want to share a technique with you now that you can include in your everyday, and it's something that I love to start the practice with. And it's an inner high five with yourself. Just a high five with yourself. And I invite everyone to do this before we do anything else. So whenever I share this technique, it's at the start of our practice together of our time together. We haven't done anything yet. We haven't moved. We haven't done anything. And maybe now you're wondering, huh, if she invites me to do an inner high five with myself and I haven't done anything yet, what's the point? Why am I high-fiving myself? I haven't done anything yet. And that is exactly my point. This self-high-five is for being here. It's just for showing up. It's just for being here. This is appreciation for yourself just for being here. Not for an accomplishment, but for being here, for being you. And it doesn't matter if you do 
more push-ups today or less than yesterday or whatever. It doesn't matter. I think it's important that you value yourself for being here, for taking time for your well-being, for your health, for coming home to yourself, and for remembering what is important in life, for practicing to treat yourself with kindness, and For just knowing when you take good care of yourself and you nurture yourself and you practice to be kind with yourself, that goes way beyond yourself. Because when you take care of yourself, you're kinder with yourself, then you're kinder with everyone around you and you are more loving and supportive with others too. And when you feel good in your own skin, you can easily empower others and support others too. So this is a very important thing to keep in mind, I think. When you take time for yourself, you have some me time, just high-five yourself before you do anything else and just know how valuable it is. And I really invite you to do this, to give yourself an inner high-five before you go running before you lift the first weight or before you do the first sun salutation or whatever it is you do, just high-five yourself before and just appreciate yourself for being here. And I think you will see this brings a very different quality to your self-care and it just floods everything with positivity. And I hope you let me know how this works out for you and how this affects your practice, okay? Um, so this is a purely positive motivation, inner high five for being here, for showing up. And um, as I said, I will talk about positive motivation. And speaking of motivation, um, let me give you some examples when it comes to working with your body, self-care, how you can motivate yourself by just switching, changing something in your language. Um, positive language, using positive language creates a completely different world when it comes to self-care, when it comes to training uh, your body, so let me just give you some examples and I hope you will remember this and try this when next time you work out. So let's think of movements that we all know and it works for everything. <laughs> but let me just um, give you an example with a movement everybody knows and that's maybe a push-up. Push-up. We all know. No push-up. <laughs> Love push-ups or not. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Imagine a push-up. What do you usually hear as an instruction when, when there is an instru instructor, a teacher, um, and you're doing a push-up? And what we usually hear is something like, ah, if it's too hard, you can put your knees down, right? This is something that we, we hear a lot. Or it doesn't have to be um, a strengthening workout. Uh, maybe you, you can relate more to a stretch um, and when you think of a stretch, maybe 
sitting, bending over your legs or something, um, what you might hear is, grab your feet if you can, right? I'm sure you've heard that before. Or um, when it comes to taking a break, maybe. I'm sure you've heard someone say something like, it's okay to take a break if you need one, okay? So in all that, push up, this is too hard, you can do this, or a stretch, grab your feet if you can, or take a break if you need to. What information is in all that? Did you hear it? Do you feel what is in there? This is all the same information. And this information is not enough. It's the same everywhere. You hear you're not strong enough, you're not flexible enough, you're, you're not in, in um, your endurance is not strong enough, so you need to take a break. And in all these instructions, we get the same information. We hear the same information everywhere. And this is, I'm not enough the way I am. And this not enough pattern is a global pattern. We all have that up and running inside of us to a certain degree. Some of us more, some of us less. But everyone knows that feeling. I'm not enough the way I am. And this is not a very nurturing um, pattern running, right? Motivating someone by telling them it's not enough who you are so you can, you can put your knees down. That's okay. <laughs> That's not very motivating, is it? So let's see how we can transform the language and trigger a completely different information field and a completely different level of motivation. So let's um, think about the same movements, but without triggering the not enough pattern. And instead, encouraging us to find our own way of doing this and choosing consciously what we want to do, how much we want to challenge ourselves today, and just what is, what is the best option in that very moment, okay? Um, so when I guide through a push-up, I would suggest something like this. Um, let's all please put the knees on the ground, close your eyes, smile, and check your inner happiness meter. There is a meter on the inside and you just check your inner happiness. Now, everyone, please straighten the knees, close your eyes, smile, and check your inner happiness meter again. And now, please, everyone, choose whatever makes you happier right now. Choose to challenge yourself in a way that leaves room for you to actually enjoy your valuable me time. So this is another option, you see, to just do your push-up, to just choose consciously, to just be aware, well, wait a minute, that's my me time. I want to enjoy this. I want to challenge myself in a way that I can actually be enthusiastic about my practice, okay? Or think of the stretch, what I said before, 
grab your feet if you can, right? If you can. <laughs> I would say simply bend over your legs until you feel a wonderful stretch in the back of your legs. That's it. It's so easy to just switch the information field and not trigger the not enough pattern. Just bend over your legs until you feel a wonderful stretch. And then enjoy the feedback in your body and just feel how happy your legs are that you're taking great care of them, right? Do you feel the difference? You're still doing the same stretch. You're still stretching your legs, which is very, very, very valuable. But you're doing this with a completely different inner mindset. You're not sitting there um, holding onto your knees, being frustrated because you can't grab your feet. <laughs> but you're sitting there grabbing your knees and you don't even think about it because you're so absorbed with being happy and enjoying the stretch. Right? And this is positive motivation. This is a completely different world that I'm creating with the language here. Or... Our third example, the taking a break thing. You know, taking a break is not very popular, is it? <laughs> um, no one congratulates you when you say, well, I've just taken a break. I haven't done anything. Have you ever experienced someone go like, when you say, I've just taken a break, I haven't done anything, someone goes like, wow, oh, that is amazing. Oh, let me applaud you. Taking a break is not highly valued in our world, is it? So, <laughs> but the fact is we need breaks. We need time to recover. And so how would I invite someone to take a break? I would say something like, um, if you feel like taking a break, do so. And enjoy the fact that you are training yourself to create a space of relaxation and regeneration. And then I would remind everyone that taking a break is a sign of strength. Really, it is. And you can do an inner high five. <laughs> You're strong enough to take a break. I think when you do any kind of recreational activity, this is a, a zone, a space in your life where you are free to relax whenever you want. Because in daily life, we can't just take five whenever we want, right? We are tired and we're exhausted, but we still have to keep going for another three hours, maybe. And then we can take a break. But we can't just take a break whenever we feel like, whoa, I'm exhausted. But in our free time, we can. And I think this is where we can just practice to take a moment, to take a breath, and just relax and give ourselves an inner high five that we are practicing to take time to recover. And that's very, a very, very powerful practice, a very powerful practice. And as you can see, just by choosing different words, by choosing a different language, 
I'm creating a different world. And this, in this world, we can actually feel good with who we are. And that gives us the space to work deeply with ourselves, with inner patterns, with thought patterns, and have a look at what is helpful and what is not, and what is it that I would like to change. And what happens when a group of humans comes together and I'm guiding through, say, a class in that manner, what happens is everyone is doing the same. Everyone is doing a push-up or a stretch or whatever, but no one is doing the same thing because everyone is doing the movement, the stretch, in their own unique way. And I think that's just exactly like it's, it's happening in life, isn't it? Because we all do the same thing. We all live. We all have the same wishes. We all want to be happy and healthy. But no one is leading the exact same life. We're all doing it our own way. And... You know, we're all connected, but, and we're all the same life force, but also we're all unique. So um, I love to think that when I share a class or a workshop and I work with people like that, we are creating a real-life scenario. We're practicing for everyday life to do our own thing. And when I um, train a group, to become Yuna guides. So um, I offer trainings that people can share the same thing that I share, and they will then be Yuna guides. I want to make sure that they know how it feels to be welcome as they are. And for that, I find it useful to just go beyond words and create an experience for them. Because when you experience something with all your heart and all your senses and every aspect of your, of your being, it goes deeply within. And it's more powerful than words. And I want them to have this experience to know what it feels like to be completely and 100% welcome as the human beings they are. When they feel that, it's easy for them to create this frequency in all the classes that they will share and they can make every future client know that they are welcome as they are too. Okay, so how do I do that? How can we create an experience that lets you know that you're welcome as you are? When... This group of people, when we come together for this training, there is something I do in the very beginning of our training, and I want you to do this with me right now. I invite you to do this, to have this experience yourself. You can have this experience wherever you are, okay? If you are currently driving... <laughs> driving a car or whatever, or doing something that requires you to stay focused and have your eyes open. <laughs> Just listen to me um, and you can come back here 
and do this with eyes closed and relaxed, okay? So <laughs> if it just takes a minute or so, if um, you don't drive or do something where you need to stay focused and you feel like, yeah, sure, I can close my eyes, please do so now. Close your eyes. And now imagine you're taking part in my Unigat training. You're part of the group, you're about to do the training, and we meet for the very first time. And I ask you to stand in front of the group. <clears throat> imagine all the humans that you have never met and imagine what their faces might look like. Imagine that we all are looking at you. And now I ask you, please tell us your name. And now you say your name. <laughs> You say your name. And then we applaud and we do woohoo and we cheer and we say yay. And we applaud and we applaud and we applaud and we're enthusiastic and we're freaking out. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does that feel like? What are you thinking right now? Is the moment here that I, I said in the beginning, do you feel like, uh, okay, this is really strange. <laughs> Are you wondering what the applause is for? Because you haven't done anything. So what is the applause for? Now, open your eyes again and let me explain. Maybe this is the very first time in your life ever that you got an applause for just knowing your name. In my trainings, this is exactly what I do. We applaud each and every participant for just being here. That's why I do this. Before the participants do anything else. They say their name and we applaud them for just being here. And this is how I make sure that everybody knows the feeling. What it is like to be appreciated and to be completely and 100% welcome as they are. So it's so important to not applaud them for their accomplishments first. I mean, we keep applauding, right? <laughs> when we, when, when, when we, spend, we spend a couple of days together and we, we applaud each other a lot and we empower each other a lot. But it's so important that first we have this experience. I haven't done anything yet. But they welcome me with all their heart. And they are happy and enthusiastic about me being here. About me, the human being that I am. They don't applaud my accomplishments. They applaud me. And once you've experienced that, and if you've done it with me, you have experienced this. You take and you have this like a treasure in your heart that stays with you forever. And this is a 
a very different thing that we know from everyday life. And this is why it is so weird. <laughs> and why it may seem like, oh, this is too much, right? This is complete overload. <laughs> but we don't have that in everyday life, right? We're only valued for the accomplishments that we have, that we do, that we, for, for the things we do, for the work we do. Um, so this is a very different thing. And I think it's highly valuable. And this experience then sets the tone for the whole time I spent with the group. And when we have this frequency among us, working together is just an amazing flow of positivity. Um, with this appreciation for each other, um, we can truly support each other. We can learn from each other. We truly listen to each other. And we value ourselves as everyone else. And we value each other's opinions and viewpoints. And it's okay when we don't agree on everything. We just always see that every human being, every human being brings something special to our group and there is something only this person can contribute to the group if you're working with groups if this is something you want to apply in your work in your everyday life in your family whatever i'm curious to hear about it and um also tell me if you do the this exercise with me and imagine that you're in my group and we're applauding you just let me know how it feels. Um, I hope you do it. I hope you do it. And I hope it will be a treasure in your heart forever. And that you will never, ever forget how valuable and how amazing you, the human being, are. And I know it takes time to get used to being appreciated like that. Instead of being judged and labeled, we're so used to being judged and labeled. It's easier to accept, actually, than to be appreciated and celebrated for who we are. So I know this takes time to get used to. And I see a lot of different reactions when I work with people and do this thing. I see um, people walking away as quickly as they can, right? They're standing in front of the group and we begin to applaud and then they... <laughs> <laughs> they walk away um, and I think it's this is a moment I invite them to come back and actually learn to accept appreciation um, this is a valuable exercise to just stand there and let this applause in and let us show you how happy we are that you are here and this is also something that we can learn to say yes to accept appreciation um, some are standing there and we applaud and they and just and tears are running down, down their cheeks because it's the very first time they have ever been appreciated that way um, some are happy and some love it and find it easy to accept so we all have different reactions to that and I think it's interesting to see how many of us are so used to not being appreciated as a human being, that it does take time to accept, accept it and to digest it. One of my participants 
told me after the training, he came to me and he said he needed to go for walks during our lunch breaks to just get his head around what is going on. And he said he had never been in such a positive surrounding and he had never been supported that way and he just needed time to understand that this is real and he needed to go for a walk to just digest that this world is real. And I found, I found that very interesting. Um, there, is, <laughs> there is another thing, another client of mine told me, not a participant in my uh, training, but um, she came to my regular classes and she had come to classes twice a week, sometimes more often, and she had been with me for weeks, for months. Um, and then one day after class, she told me uh, about herself. She, she told me she's a psychoanalyst. And then she told me the reason why she came to my class. And this is, <laughs> this is really fantastic. She told me the only reason why she came to my classes was because she was so surprised when she came to the first class about this level of positivity and she kept coming because she was sure that this positivity was fake. She even said she had watched me in the last few weeks interact with clients before and after class because she wanted to see the moment when, when the mask slips, <laughs> when, when this fake positivity just breaks away. And then she said, she, it didn't happen. <laughs> and she had come to the conclusion that the positivity I'm sharing is authentic. And she said, now I will come to your, I keep, I keep come to, coming to your classes because meanwhile, I, meanwhile, I just like the classes. <laughs> so, that was, what a story, right? I was so surprised to hear that this was the perception she had that we're so not used to positivity that we immediately think it's fake and I was also so grateful that she told me because it helps me understand and it just makes me wonder what a world we created where we are sure that positivity must be fake and not being positive, being negative, critical, judgmental, is authentic? Is that the world we created, really? So, <laughs> yeah, if, if that's the world we created, and that world exists, I think, I think we need to recreate this world, right? <laughs> we need to recreate this world and create a more positive world for all of us to, to live in and to have a happier life. And um, Tom and I usually are the ones spreading positivity. And, and um, as I said, this is just this, this major thing in everything that we share. And of course, it means, as I said, that we, we live it. We live it. 24-7, uh, not just when we share it, when we're with others, 
we live it. It's a constant practice. We train ourselves constantly. And of course, when, you, when, you're, when you're in training, you keep learning. And that's, I think, very, very important to stay open, to learn, to never stop learning. And it is particularly wonderful when something happens to us the other way around. Because usually um, we see people just um, spe being speechless because, they're, because of the positivity overload. <laughs> and um, we're the ones, you know, um, creating the space that this can happen. But when it happens the other way around and somebody else just blows our minds with kindness and positivity, this is just spectacular. And this has happened to us um, recently when we stayed on Madeira. Madeira is an island, um, part of Portugal, but way off the mainland in the Atlantic Ocean. And it's best known for its rich nature, its old forests. The forests are, they are amazing. They actually survived the last ice age. So these are really, really old beings. And the, the island is, is full of wild flowers and it's it's honestly it's pure abundance so if you have the chance to go to madeira do so <laughs> if you love hiking if you love nature if you love flowers just come and and go there um so we've been there and we stayed in a rental apartment in funchal um that's the biggest city and we had an apartment and of course, we had neighbors. <laughs> it was it was a tourist um, house, kind of, with a, a few apartments in it, and we had one of them, and we had a balcony. And we felt a little bad because from our balcony, we had a direct view into someone else's balcony, and an elderly Portuguese couple lived there. And so we kind of, you know, we didn't want to stare at them all the time, <laughs> so... We kind of avoided looking at them to not disturb them. You know, uh, we as the tourists, as the visitors, wanted to be very respectful, of course. And what we did was we just smiled and we nodded. And when they looked at us, we just um, threw a bom dia. <laughs> bom dia is like, hello. And it's pretty much the only Portuguese I'm, I, I know. <laughs> and... One day, they waved us over. And so we, we went outside and we went over. And they gave us flowers and a local wine. And we were completely blown away. We, we didn't understand. And we couldn't talk to each other because they didn't speak a word of English or German or, or anything else, really, that we could understand. We couldn't speak Portuguese. All we know in Portuguese, bom dia, as I said, and obrigada, which means thank you, which we said, <laughs> obrigada, but that's, that's all. So we had to kind of talk to each other without words, and so we just hugged them, because, you know, that's language everyone understands. And with our hands and feet, Tom and I uh, told them where we are from and how long we'll staying and how beautiful their island is and it was lovely it was an amazing meeting 
and we were really blown away. And in the following days, that kept happening. <laughs> it kept happening. They waved us over. They had fruit for us. They had juice for us. They had sweets for us. And we were just blown away by this level of kindness. And it was interesting because our minds immediately tried to explain, like the mind does, right? Uh, maybe it's a misunderstanding. Maybe they think we're their new permanent neighbors, right? And, and then we just laughed at ourselves, realizing that this is what the mind does. It's what the mind does. Always in doubt, always analyzing everything, always trying to find a reason why, what is going on, what is happening, um, what do they want, is there a misunderstanding? But you know, only, only the heart can accept with gratitude. And like I said, it's a constant practice also, I think, to accept kindness and accept appreciation. So, well, we learned a lot from them, from this amazing kindness. And I, I want to share this with you, um, just to always remind you that kindness is real. Uh, it is authentic. There are people like this couple who are just, who are just beyond words kind. And it's so good to know, isn't it? So good to know that there are humans like that among us. And so, you know, you can be inspired by that and maybe throw a smile or a hello over your balcony to your neighbors and just see what happens. <laughs> and um, yeah, maybe you surprise them with an overload of positivity and you blow their minds. <laughs> I think, I think we can create a new normal of kindness. I think we can, we all can contribute to a world like that. And we can blow each other's minds with positivity. And we can always, and we always need to value ourselves independent from our uh, um, accomplishments. And we can value ourselves for who we are and we can value others or who they are, and we, we can empower each other with positivity. And I want to add to that, and this is also a very important um, thing, and I'm going to share another technique that you can do with me that will, I really, really believe it will change your life. I invite you to value yourself for you the human being the amazing human being that you are and i invite you to value yourself even when you're doing nothing even when you're just sitting around just doing nothing and I think it's easy to relate to when you think of how others, your loved ones, value you. Because you can just sit there and your kid is playing next to you. And then your kid 
He's just happy that you are there. You're not doing anything. You're just together. And you just value each other for just being, being here. And that's what it is. And when you think about your kid, your partner, your family, your friends, they love you for who you are, for being there, for being yourself. And surely you love them the same way. And um, it's easy with others, isn't it? To love somebody else for who they are, even when they're just sitting right next to you, doing nothing. You just love them. You value them. You're happy that you're there, that they are there with you. But when it comes to ourselves, that's a different challenge. And the technique, the practice that I want to share helps you to value yourself. Um, let me just, uh, before we start, quote someone. Um, I'm going to share a super inspirational quote that I recently heard in a German TV show. Um, that's a German TV show with Stephen Gatien. And how it works is they take five people at the age around 80, 80, 81, 82, 83, something like that. Those six people have never traveled much and they don't have the means to do so. And they take these six people and they travel around the world with them and they fulfill the biggest wish of every participant. And one of the participants... Um, an 81 or two or three year old man said something. He said, at my age, I don't need to prove anything anymore. So I can just enjoy everything to the fullest. <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it? I don't need to prove anything anymore. So I can just enjoy life. And I thought, we don't want to wait until we're 80 or 81 or 82, right? We don't want to wait. We can do this now. We can begin to appreciate ourselves in that way now. And I think what we, what we want to nurture, to get to the point where we say, I don't need to prove anything anymore. What we want to nurture is our self-esteem, our self-value. And self-esteem is very different from self-confidence. That's two completely different worlds. Sometimes people have a lot of self-confidence, but low self-esteem. Okay, So I think self-esteem, self-value is what we want to empower and strengthen. And I'd like to finish today's episode with a very, very simple and very, very powerful technique that nurtures your self-esteem, that nurtures the knowledge that you are so welcome on this planet and that you are important and appreciated as you are. And like before, if you want, just do it with me right now close your eyes and we'll do it together and if you for whatever reason have to keep your eyes open and focus on something super important like driving or something similar um just listen and then come back and do it with me you can you can do it again and again and again and i would highly recommend you do so come 
keep coming back and do it and do it and do it and do it and practice it. So this muscle of self-esteem grows stronger and stronger and stronger. So close your eyes, please. And think of this sentence. Sitting here, I am a valuable human being. If you're standing, think standing here. I am a valuable human being. Just think this sentence. Sitting here, I'm a valuable human being, right? I'm doing nothing. I'm just sitting. I'm just standing. I'm doing nothing. I am a valuable human being. And then notice how you react to this information. And keep repeating it in the in, on the inside. Keep repeating. Sitting here, I'm a valuable human being. And it, what might happen is that your mind doesn't believe you, and that's okay. Just keep repeating. And honestly, I don't even want you belief in it. This is not a question of believing it. Keep repeating the sentence until you remember. Until you remember that you have been given the gift of life and that you are a gift to this world. Keep telling yourself, sitting here, I am a valuable human being. Until you remember that there is only one you on this whole planet. And before you existed, there had never been a human being like you. Never before was a human being exactly like you on this planet. You are the first one. And there never will be another being like you. There is no second, there never was one, there never will be a second being that has your way of smiling, your way of hugging and cuddling others, and your way of laughing, that has your amazing body, and your way of seeing the world, and your talents, and your interests. A being like you has never been born before and will never come again. You are the only one. You are one of a kind. And do you know the value of something that only exists once on our planet, it is beyond measure. Keep repeating the sentence, doing nothing, sitting here, standing here. I am a valuable human being. Keep repeating until you remember that this is who you are. You are one of a kind. You are a gift. You are a unique expression of pure life force. Remember 
that you are welcome here. That you are immensely valuable exactly as you are. And now please take a breath and open your eyes. And all I want to say now is thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this experience with me. Thank you for being here on this planet, for being here with me. <laughs> and I hope you train your positivity and you keep reminding yourself how valuable you are and you see others the same way. And I hope you practice to accept positivity and spread positivity. And I hope we will meet again for the next episode. And the next episode, what will it be? Oh yes, it will be, I called it Waiting to be seen, the smile supremacy. This is going to be, I hope, also very valuable for your everyday life. And I think super interesting. I really honestly can't wait to talk about that. And until then, feel free to visit my website, yuna.com, y-u-n-a.com. You can... Um, get some inspiration about positivity you can read my blog you can do courses you can do the Yuna Mindful Movement classes um, there is a lot of what I share here is in all of that as well so you can do uh, practice with me at the comfort of your own home and you can find the link to the website in the show notes and please subscribe to my newsletter just keep in touch Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Susanne Freiherz. Suzanne Freiherz. <laughs> Let me know how you feel about the techniques I'm sharing here, how you're using them, what they've changed for you. Just let me know and stay in touch with me. Um, this podcast is also available in German. So if you know someone who might want to hear about what I'm talking about here in German, then please um, tell them that this is also available in German. And now, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for practicing with me and for just being here. <laughs> See you next time and until then, Let positivity pervade your heart, pervade every aspect of your being, your thoughts, your words, your actions, and everything you are. And remember, create joy and bliss, shed the negative. The new normal is insanely positive. <laughs>